Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. It's like porn. It's hard to define, but we all know it when we see it. I've given it some thought, and I came up with the following definition of nagging. When a person repeatedly points out a negative about a situation while ignoring all the positives. So, here's a good story that I often use with my coaching clients to illustrate a very real situation that most of us men have encountered in one way or another. A man hears his wife complain, nag, about how their house could really use another bedroom. They have all that basement area being unused. The neighbors finish their basement and put a new bedroom in. How come we can't do the same, she will often say, followed up by, it will probably cost too much to have somebody come do it, maybe in a few years. The husband finally grows tired of hearing the same we need another bedroom complaint for the hundredth time, so he decides to spring into action. He has experience with construction. He knows how to frame a room and hang drywall. He can get his friend Steve to help out with the electrical. He also put flooring in before. Damn it, he's going to do this. So he starts putting down on paper how many 2x4s he's going to need. The drywall, the flooring. He needs a new saw. A new nail gun would probably help. Well, maybe he can rent the tools for a couple of days. That will save some serious money. So he starts getting excited about the project. He's a man on a mission. While he's calculating the cost of the materials, he stops to stare into the distance and daydream about a wife who will burst into tears at the sight of her new bedroom. Oh my God, you're the most amazing husband ever, she will say as she starts disrobing and mounting him right there on the new laminate flooring. All the husband needs is a weekend free of the wife and kids. How can he best get them out of the house? He knows. His father-in-law's birthday is coming up. They always go there for the weekend. They live out in the country. He can just make up some excuse to not go. He'll say he has to do something for work. She won't suspect a thing. And sure enough, the wife buys his story and takes off for the weekend. The second her car leaves the driveway, the husband is calling the nearest lumberyard and hardware store to put in his orders. He has no time to waste. After two grueling days of non-stop work, the project is complete. He stands back and marvels at the job. 
His friend came over to help with the electrical, and he couldn't believe the progress that his friend had made. Dude, you did all this? Your wife's going to freak out. They put the finishing touches by hanging a nice ceiling fan that he found on sale. It's exactly the one his wife wanted for their own bedroom upstairs, but he refused to spend 500 bucks on it. But now, the cost was 150 bucks. It was too good of a deal to pass up. Finally, the day has come. The wife's minivan is pulling up to the house. The husband's heart is pounding. He runs out to the driveway to greet her. The kids come jumping out to give dad a hug. He turns to his wife. Hold on. Before you do anything, I have a big surprise for you. He takes the very confused wife carefully down the basement stairs while covering her eyes. Why are you taking me to the basement? His wife says angrily. She's tired from her long drive with two kids and she just wants to take a bath. Shh, the husband says. Trust me, it's worth it. He pulls his hands away from her eyes and says, surprise, what do you think? Oh my God, the wife says. How? The husband is beaming. I did it all this weekend. Steve came over and helped with the electrical. Check out the ceiling fan. I got some great deals on stuff. The wife is in awe as she walks around the room trying to take everything in. She runs her hands over the wall. Uh, you didn't paint? Man, you know I hate painting. Ugh, I'm terrible at it. I'd much prefer if you just did that too. You know I don't have any time for that. And this looks like at least a two-day job. You already put the flooring down? So now we have to be extra careful not to get paint on the floor. We have to put tarp down over everything. Oh man, you even put the trim up already? Now we have to tape the trim. You really should have waited to put the trim and the flooring down until you painted. The husband just stares. He hangs his head and he quietly walks back upstairs. The wife just gets more pissed. Ah, stop being a big baby. I love it. It's too late. The damage is done. He's one in a long line of guys that repeatedly say, nothing I do is ever good enough for her. This, ladies, is no bueno. I know for many of you, your instinctual response in these kind of situations is to scan the scene, pick out any deficiencies, and pick at them until they are fixed or a plan to fix is put into place. Well, you have to cut this out. This is nagging. It's a very bad habit that does nothing but break your man down. The man wants to work and provide for you, but he doesn't want to feel like a plow horse that gets whipped repeatedly for doing what he's, quote, supposed to be doing. He especially doesn't want to be punished for taking the extra effort and going above and beyond for you. All you're doing is training him to not do those things anymore. Think of your relationship like a jar of jelly beans. Every time you do something positive, he puts a jelly bean or two in the jar. You tell him you appreciate that thing he did for you? Well, that's worth about 100 jelly beans. If you give him sex unexpectedly? Well, 500 jelly beans. If you make him his favorite dinner? That's about 50 jelly beans. Support him when he feels down? That's about 1,000 jelly beans. Nag at him repeatedly for that one little thing he screwed up on, even though he tried to do something good for you? He just picked up that jar and he tipped that son of a bitch over. Empty jar. You are now back to square one. You are now one of those women. Congratulations. Nagging is a habit. It's one that you need to catch yourself doing and consciously put a stop to. He's all excited about cleaning your car for you, but he forgot to put the floor mats back in. Well, guess what? You walk over and put them back in yourself. And then you turn and give him a big fat kiss and a thank you. The theme of that action is, I see the effort. I see the intent. I see the positive here. 
it outshines all the other stupid little things. You are appreciated. He'll have to get some backup jars for all the jelly beans that you just earned. Ladies, it's not hard. It really isn't. Be kind, be sweet, be supportive. If you can't do those things, then you have a very real problem. Because I can tell you one thing. If he's a high quality dude, there are a thousand ladies that are ready to validate the hell out of him and they couldn't fathom nagging him like you do. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.